episodes are gonna be really good. You are now listening to the Fellow Triforce Seekers, welcome to the inaugural episode of Hyrule Podcasters. I'm your co-host, Ben. And I'm your co-host, Pat. On this podcast, we play through each game in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. Yep. We're pretty practiced gamers, but we're not experts or purists. We're just experiencing each game start to finish in chronological order. In this first episode, we'll be giving you some background about us for the first 15 Mm -hmm. minutes or so. Then we'll hop into playing The Legend of Zelda. Oh boy, what a game. I can't wait. Let's collect some triangles, catch some fairies in some bottles. Oh, yeah. Right? I think that's what most of the game's about, I think. You Uh, know it. Soon we're going to be doing some fishing and things like that in some later games. That's always a a big highlight for me. Gotta love the fishing. Um, So, yeah, so. we are, uh, we've known each other for, uh, see, like 34-ish years, something like that, um, yep. and uh, have been playing video games together for the majority of that time. Most of them. Uh, we actually got into video games uh, primarily because of our mom. Thanks, mom. Uh, uh, her and um, our aunt, Becky, would play video games uh, after we had gone to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had an NES that they played. I think back in the day, they probably played it on Atari, um, and they were just kind of like always playing video games around us and mm-hmm. mom really kind of like introduced video games to us. And oh, for um, sure. I can certainly remember, I think my, my first vivid memory, Patrick of, um, of mom playing a video game was either the legends of Zelda or mm-hmm. star tropics. Do you oh. remember one of those playing? Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's too far back to tell which was first, but those games were frequently played when we were just little children all the time. Yeah. Just down in the basement, just, Playing away and, you know, hand-drawn maps, like all the great stuff kind of from that, you know, age of, of video games. I don't know, what, the golden age of video games, I'm not really sure what all the different ages are, but me definitely neither. golden age to me, for sure. I didn't, yeah. Same here. I mean, I, you know, I remember us being over at Grandfather and Nana's and the adults playing NES. Oh, for sure. And I specifically remember being real young and people trying to beat Mario and talking about how good you were at. Yeah, I think that's um, a family legend at this point. Yeah, I was able to kind of play Mario at a very young age, although I I don't think that was anything uh, special that has uh, gone on in my life at all. I'm definitely a very uh, basic video game person, I think, for the most part. You would consider your skill level at basic? Uh, well, okay, I guess that's not right. I just, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I don't do it. Uh, I did not decide to go into video games. Uh, this oh, is, sure. you know, my very first entree into doing more than just playing video games. So I would say, like, right. I very much just, like, play and consume and enjoy video okay. games as as entertainment and something like that. Nothing I've ever, like, looked into doing more with is what I meant. Okay, kind of like, I see. I'm just, a, I'm just a video game player, I would say. Okay, so you're you're... Well, how what would you consider yourself? Would you consider yourself an advanced video game player? Yeah, I, I would say so. I think, you know, stacked up against, uh, it, it really depends on the on the genre and whatnot. Like when it comes to first person shooters, I am uh-huh. considerably not very good at those. <laughs> Fighting games outside of Super Smash Brothers, not very good at those. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I have probably beat most games that people think of as kind of like mm-hmm. the big Nintendo games, right? I've always sure. been a Nintendo person. I've never 
had a PlayStation, never had an Xbox, really just kind of had a Nintendo. Mm -hmm. um, I would say in the last like maybe five or six years, I've gotten a little bit more into some PC gaming. Um, but I'm playing all the old stuff. Like I play almost nothing new that comes out on PC. Like I'm playing, I play Bioshock after it had been out for five years, you know, like, mm -hmm. like things like that, right? Like I'm always playing games that are, you know, five or six years old, primarily because I've always had an old computer. That'll do it. And you can't play the newest stuff on, on sure. older computers usually. So That's I ended up kind of going around. I mean, I think that we as kids were Nintendo kids because that's yeah, what sure. mom got and like signed up for Nintendo Power, bought all the new Nintendo games. And when PlayStation came out and then later Xbox came out, I feel like we'd already put so much money into Nintendo stuff. We're like, you know, we're just going to go 100% into this. We also had a computer, but it wasn't necessarily a gaming computer per se. I don't know. We had like the Sims and, uh, yeah, definitely the Sims, you know, definitely roller coaster tycoon. Um, I, and then I would say you and I in particular, I mean, I can still remember when we got kind of our first, um, you know, <clears throat> growing up, you know, we, we had one television in the house and I can still remember like the Christmas that like mom and dad got us like our own, like, you know, 17 inch television with a VCR in it, you know, with those, you know, that beautiful, like yellow, red and white you know inputs right there in the front right in the uh, front yeah yeah and we set up you know we got that put in the basement and got to uh plug in our probably a 64 maybe yeah. a gamecube no no no. we had we already had the tv when the gamecube showed up because okay. we went okay. downstairs right away and <laughs> plugged it in and started playing <laughs> luigi's mansion yeah oh, so yeah. so yeah i mean you know we we certainly did that and then you know as we've gotten older and gone through college and gotten out of college all that kind of stuff like you know one of the main things that you and i spend a lot of time doing when we get to hang out is playing video games yeah. you know everything from you know i can still remember i think what like a year and a half ago when tetris 99 came out and just like hanging out with you in new york and just like sitting on your bed chilling playing tetris 99 for hours like just things like that have just been like so much fun yeah so. buddy into it, we did. We did dip into the Sega, um, because that's what was at grandfather's, yeah, yeah, Nan and grandfather's, yeah, the Sega Genesis. But we yeah, don't a lot of what Road Rash, Sonic Road the Hedgehog, Marble Madness. Mar oh, I love Marble Madness. Um, but we pretty much stuck to those games. We got more uh Sonic games as they came out. My, my biggest uh moment with specifically Zelda, I think. Because, you know, you were like the child video game prodigy. Sure. And I uh, was I will, your... I will claim that mantle even if I really don't want to. Within the family. It. You know, that was, like sure. you said, yeah. that was family legend. And I was the little brother of, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. And right. I got a lot of second player action. I got a lot of, I'll beat that for you, you know? Sure. Um, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> we're drudging up the past Ben. so for all of our listeners ben was a very competitive young boy and i was always kind of like eh, i'm not nearly as into competition um, uh, patrick is exceptionally competitive though i would say sure but yeah, yeah you're definitely quite competitive but i think that i ended up playing less video games by myself than you did mm, when we were okay. sharing and the Game Boy was really a breakout thing for me because that was nobody, you couldn't come in, mom couldn't come in and be like, I'm going to help you play this video game. Also, you know, I'll share, I'll give up, I'll be like, yep, that's hard, you do it for me. I was the baby <laughs> of the family. So, like, I played into that dynamic as well, gladly. But yeah, I mean, how many, how many Game Boys do you have? 
Oh yeah, that's right. I, right, I have, like how many? I mean, that's really the story, right? With when it comes to Game Boys, I mean, you you gotta have you have a whole shoebox full of regular Game Boys, Game Boy Advance, you know, DSs, yeah. 3DSs, 2DSs. Yeah, I have the original Game Boy that we used as kids. I've gotten a couple Game Boy colors, the purple ones, since then, mm-hmm. and I have I have four. DSs. I have. I just sold a Game Boy 3DS. I still call them Game Boys. I just sold a DS. Is that the cat? Is that the beans? That is. <laughs> um, yeah. I probably have 15 or 16 Game Boys right now. And the Zelda game that came out for that, Link's Awakening, what is my favorite Zelda game of the series? Just because I can play through it like at any time. And I was so happy when they re when they made it all pretty and took away the borders between the you know squares on the map. Um, yeah, for yeah, Switch, yeah. that was really cool. Um, but I remember specifically, <laughs> we had to clear and set the table as kids. You know, set and clear the table. And right after dinner, I'd run upstairs to the bathroom and play Link's Awakening for like a half an hour <laughs> on the toilet. And oh my, yeah, that was. My, my mom and dad are like, you okay? And I'm like, oh, we're having a real hard time in here. Pat, the amount, the amount of fake poops you did to get out of work when we were younger is astronaut. <laughs> yeah, and you know, Zelda was one of the was one of the first. Hide in the yeah. bathroom. I mean, I think that was your real entry into Zelda, right? Would have been yeah. Would have been the Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah. The, no, the, yeah, uh, right. Link's Awakening. Oh yeah, Link's Awakening. Sorry, yeah, Link's Awakening. And and Wind Waker was the first longer Zelda game that I played. Okay. You were off in college or whatever, and I I just sat with the GameCube and uh, knocked it out. Yeah, I mean, and I think you know I definitely remember playing the Legends of Zelda, the the first one. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, like once I was you know like older. I mean, it came out in. 86 i was born in 86 mm-hmm. so obviously i did not play when it first came out but then right, right. you know i remember being a kid playing it and being able to beat it um yeah, man. you know and then obviously uh a link to the past which was probably like 92 or 93 like somewhere it was somewhere in there, in there. Yeah. i know we got a super nes like pretty early on yeah for right? sure like that was certainly something that we got like nice oh yeah early on. we didn't waste any time with um, that at all yeah that, that's where i probably spent the most amount you know of my time like that was probably the most formidable like game for me mm-hmm. um in the zelda series um, and then I think you and I would have played Ocarina like somewhat together. Um, yeah, but see, that was another one of those games that I didn't play a lot of, you know, I don't, yeah. t- cards on the table. I don't enjoy Patrick here. I don't enjoy talking to townspeople, wandering <laughs> around, trying to go to the thing, but the hill by the this or the that. I get lost easily, and I have no patience for reading. If I wanted to read, I would get a book. RPGs are not my, my thing. But I can get through Zelda games without really having to talk to that many people. Um, it's the just the appropriate amount of you know, interacting of character interaction. Um, and I, I'll suffer through the extra stuff just because the games are so good, but I'm, I'm really in it for the action and the puzzles and the lore and the music and the artwork talking to people really bugs me. So again, you know, we're playing, uh, Ocarina and I'm just like, this is so boring. You got to walk around <laughs> and talk to everybody in the village to feel to figure out how to get out of there. It's like the first two hours of that game is spent doing that for me. Um, 
and I'm also a purist. Like I, up until this year, I've refused to use guides, um, which I just have changed because I. Yeah, I think that's I. I found ten years ago. I'm like, oh, I want to. I want the story. I want some of the action. I'm using a guide to get through chunks of this, just because like. You know, I'm I'm here for the story element of it, right? I'm not necessarily, and it's just like I I just don't have the time. Like, yeah. you know, I don't have the time to be like, oh, I have to talk to 15 people to find the right person. I'm like, I'll just talk to the one person that tells you the right thing, so that way I can keep the main story progressing. I'm definitely not like a oh, I gotta go do like speaking of like you know the newest game, you know, Breath of the Wild. You know, I'm not finding every Korok seed. I'm right. not doing most of the side quests. Like right. that is not how I'm spending most of my time. I'm tr- I'm pretty much doing the the main storyline, and and I, and I think you know just kind of kind of pivoting, you know, a bit here to, you know, the conceit of this podcast. Um, you know, really the idea here is we want to play through each of these games one at a time, more than likely in release order. Um, you know, we haven't quite, you know, I, as lots of new podcasts get into, I'm, I'm sure, you know, we need to be, we're going to be flexible and be able to adjust as things go. Um, you know, but the the plan here is to, is to play through these um, and really offer like a, um, you know, a, a narrative storytelling, like as we're going, right. You know, we'll be, we'll be playing through them together, you know, talking, you know, uh, going through the different puzzles, going through the different dungeons, you know, talking about what we're doing um, and really trying to give you, um, you know, as you're listening um, an experience, you know, like you're watching people play. Right. Um, I, I will say, you know, we're definitely kind of, you know, one of the podcasts that I've really enjoyed over the past couple of years is, um, um, is, is a podcast that's, you know, similar, like in conceit to this, you know, and so the the podcast that I've listened to for the past couple years um, is no one can know about this, uh, and it's just these two guys, and they are just playing through the entire Final Fantasy series, and I've just really enjoyed uh, he- listening to them. Even play through games, they're they're playing through Final Fantasy VIII right now. I never played Final Fantasy VIII, but I still just enjoy hearing them play through the game, right? And we th- are trying to deliver that same kind of um, entertainment uh, here with the Zelda franchise, another beloved franchise that you know is on its you know 35 year anniversary which 35 years normally isn't anything uh but uh last year they kind of kicked it off with mario's 35th anniversary and so we figured well it's a great time to kind of delve back into zelda um and so that's what we're going to be doing here yeah buddy and (laughs) as i said before i don't like talking to the townsfolk i'm not gonna be ashamed i i refuse to any longer be ashamed of my downfalls in video games I'm going to complain about the map and use a guide if I feel like it. Because I am now, how old am I? Am I 33? You're, you were born in 87. So, yeah, you turned 33 this pa- in 2002 or oh 2020. You turned yeah, 33. God! When did I get so old? Well, I've been lucky enough to have the Zelda franchise and my brother to grow up with. So, let's get it. So here we are. Um, we're going to be doing, uh, as as it would seem, the most appropriate place to start with the Legends of Zelda. Um, I will say we are not uh, Zelda trivia nerds. I actually haven't even read like the Hyrule Compendium, uh, so you know I don't know kind of lots of backstory and that kind of stuff. I know the game came out in '86 because I can see it right here on the screen in front of me. Uh, so uh, we are starting, like I said, where the series starts with a Legend of. Zelda. Here we go. This is- is that in poor taste to make a a Mario joke? So uh, what what name are we going with here? Just about the classic Link? Oh, no, let's do something ridiculous. All right. So I usually name my characters something childishly vulgar Mm, or something that sounds like 
a ridiculous old English like Gorth, G-O-R-T-H, you know. I like that. Can we go uh, with Gorth? Yeah, yeah, let's go with Gorth. You know, it kind of sounds like some some Middle English brute kind of guy. All right, here we go. Let's see how many times we end up dying. Right now, our death count is at zero. Oh, wow, they just keep your death count under there. Yeah, yeah, they keep your death count. Um, <laughs> wow, what an, what an opening level. So you can go up or to either direction or into the green cave, and you go and, see the uh, man. Here we have the old man telling us it's dangerous to go alone. Take this, and we have the wooden sword. So just like that, so, they already kind of they get you going right away. With zap the, uh, with the it. Sword. So, okay, slow down. This <laughs> game starts. You're just this little fairy-looking thing, and you name yourself, and then you have the option to either go up, right, or left out of the screen that you're in, but there's also a cave, which is far more intriguing than just, you know, what you're thinking is going to be to another section of the map. You go into the cave, and the guy equips you, but you start with nothing in this game. Yeah, you start with oh, absolutely no. I mean, you, you have, have a shield, shield in front of you. You right? have a shield, so, but it doesn't know, like they're 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 starting you off kind of in a defensive posture, right? Like saying like, oh, well, you could, you know, you can block stuff. Um, you already got hit. Bro. You know, if something comes at you. You did not block that. No, I did not. Yeah. So, you know, going up a screen, you know, we find the Ockrox. Uh, uh, I think that's what they're called. Ockrox. Right? Oh, we got to look up like the enemy list name. Yeah, I know. See, you know, not knowing this stuff, I feel like we're just gonna be like, oh. I want to know this stuff, even though I didn't think I was going to already. Yeah. Um, Octocrock. Octorock. Octorock, yeah. So, you know, now all we're really <laughs> trying to do here, um, and like I said, this is a game that, you know, I feel, you know, fairly confident, you know, going through it. Um, <clears throat> our main goal, uh, there, are, there are eight dungeons in the overworld, um, and our job is to, uh, you know, conquer each one of those dungeons, uh, get the magical item out of it, and get the Triforce out of it. Oh, they get the Triforce and you, are we just going to go in order? You have to um, go in order. Aren't there some dungeons you can, like, do early and whatnot? Yeah, I think there are some you can, like, pop into to, like, get, you know, like, the... I think you can get, like, the raft early or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I am not nearly as uh, up-to-date on what to do there, so... Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think we'll probably just go in the order that I know. Um, Great. And yeah, so we're already we're at the first dungeon, um, which you know I'm I'm just like I'm trying to put myself back in like 1985, right? You're you're booting this game up, and just like our 1986, and you're wandering around, and you know you stumble across you know I, I, what is essentially like a dead tree, you know, with eyes and an open mouth. <laughs> yeah, big old like a Kirby Kirby tree, but if you died a hundred years ago, yeah, yeah, thousand years ago, and you know just thinking about like you know. Like all of this is just so normal for you know for people who game now, right? And, yeah. and just thinking like, oh, at one point this was not. This was this was all novel. This was all yeah. special, incredible. And you kill a couple. You kill. So you get into this creepy bluish dungeon. You take a left, and there's some bats you have to kill to like further the idea that you are underground, like in a cave in a like dungeon. We tend to think of dungeons as these elaborate castles with that bad guys put you know other bad guys throughout but they're you know we're like in the earth there's no windows um what are those knobs on the walls 
Yeah, I think those are just kind of like, you know, just some some wall decorations, you know? Mm. I mean, it, it, like right away, right? I mean, you go to one room on your, like you walk into the dungeon, you see a locked door. So you have a choice of left or right, right? You go left, you fight some, you know, some bats, you get a key. You go right, you fight some skeletons, you get a key. You know, but like none of these are pushover pushovers. I mean, you only have, you have three hearts when you start. You know, these guys, you know, you know, hit you for half a half a heart piece each. You know, there's, um, it's not a walk in the park. You know, <laughs> I'm going to die really so much. Yeah. Yeah, because you're in a dungeon, right? Yeah. Skeletons and bats starting it off spooky. Real spooky, Zelda. It's so crazy how these characters have uh, morphed into their modern day version. Yeah, but you can see, like, the bones The bones are there, right? The bones are... Yeah. Oh, and the the bats aren't called bats. They're called... Keese, right? Yeah. Keeses. Um, so then we, we enter into, like, the first room here where uh, the door actually closes behind you. And there's, like... 10 bats or 10, you know, keys here, like in the room, you know, trying to attack you. Um, and if you hadn't picked up a key earlier, an extra key earlier, you kind of be stuck in this room until you kill everything. And then you're in this really, you're in this room where there's just like, you know, there's just like little green dots is like on the screen, you know? Um, and there's just a block right in the middle of it, uh, which is just, it, it just tempts you to push it. Like, how can you not push a block that's just sitting there? But again, like in 1986, like we think to push blocks all the time, right? Because that's like that's the thing you what do. No, you push blocks. You know, but like in '86, where you're like, oh yeah, I should push blocks. Like I, you know, I don't know. So I know um, it's such a it's such a Zelda thing too. In Soul Calibur 2 for GameCube, your the hidden character is, is Link, specific to GameCube, and one of his moves is that he like hits you and then hops around you and pushes you like he's pushing a block. <laughs> there are like few things as iconic as pushing a block in the early Zeldas. But like you said, you wouldn't know to do that, you know. Yeah, 35 yeah. Years and so now ago. we're we're running into our second kind of like old man here. So the first old man gave us a sword, and this old man is telling us the eastmost peninsula is the seat. <laughs> Who are these old guys? They're they're like sages and wise men in every Zelda game. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, these are definitely in like the crappiest positions compared to some of their like brethren. I feel like these dudes. This dude lived in a dungeon. The first dude is just living in a cave. Yeah, that's raw. Yeah. That's no way to live. So we just got the map, which oh, kind of opens map. up. You know, we can see kind of like what we're what we're here in the middle of. Kind of like a elongated plus sign. Uh, it's kind of what this first one looks like. Yeah. You know, and again, you know, like just trying to. Um, oh, so here, here we have our our first uh, new bad guy that we've seen, um, and so these guys uh, throw boomerangs. Yeah, the uh, little. I am actually fat dudes. Close to. Oh, okay, I just died. There we go. <laughs> Classic. So when we were kids, our rule was you play until you die or until you beat two levels. That didn't really work for Zelda, um, no. though, because, you know, you die frequently and the levels are really long. Um, right. So Zelda's kind of always been a game that you can just, like, pass back and forth. Um, but, you know, you need, like, a mutual understanding to do that. But I feel like it's one of those things where, like, if you died, you're definitely giving up control. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah. I died constantly, whereas you died barely at all. It probably would have been uh, more equitable, you know, to be like, Patrick, every, everybody gets to play for 10 minutes, you know? Um, sure. For Zelda, at least. Right now, we're playing over emulators and ROMs distant from each other, not only because we live in different states, but because we can't hang out right now. Because COVID-19 is ravaging the globe. 
Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are we starting are this project at the height uh, when, of the pandemic. When COVID is at its worst. And maybe one day somebody will be listening to this, and this pandemic will be a distant memory. But right now we're adapting. Ooh, did you just get a bow? Yeah, I just got the bow. So this is interesting. The game kind of switches from an overhead view to a side scroller view without actually sh- changing what Link looks like. Um, you. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I've never really thought It's about really that. crazy. Yeah, yeah. You go down a ladder and you walk along a floor and then you walk up a ladder to a platform to get the bow. And it, it has totally shifted from aerial view to side view, but Link never changes the way he looks because he stands upright as he walks along despite the aerial view. Yeah, so... You know, we get the bow in the first level, but what you don't get, you don't get arrows. And then you're in this room, which I I think you're with moblins. I think those with those things that throw the boomerangs. I would say those are moblins. And if you decide not to kill them, you just wouldn't get the boomerang. Oh, right. If you just evaded them... And you wouldn't get it. Yeah, it's just a drop. It's just like a it's a room drop. Ooh, now here are the scariest things in this whole game. The hand. I think they're the scariest that, thing in the series. Yeah, that just come down, scoop you up. And Ben's currently trying to get to some rupees after killing a few of them. They'll come scoop you up and take you to the beginning of the dungeon. All right, and our first dungeon boss, a little dragon spitting three beams at you that kind of get wider as they go along. Bang, knocked him out with a little sword shoot zappy and hooking around to the first little piece of the Triforce. And there you go, yeah, so that's level one. Um, You know, like I said, it's a, you know, most of the dungeons here at the start at least are, you know, take a couple minutes to get through the, the further along you get, especially, you know, assuming we get to Death Mountain kind of in this like initial like run, uh, like it's such a long dungeon, <laughs> really? you know. I mean, it's like a, it's like a twenty. I mean, I haven't ever finished it in like probably less than like twenty or thirty minutes, um, unless I'm like staring at a guide, you know, and just going like you know piece by piece. Um, well, maybe you can be my guide <laughs> when we go through the. Well, yeah, I think that was one of the things that we were like chatting about earlier. Is you know, I I have no. Uh, no preconceived uh, issues with, uh, or preconceived isn't the right word, but I have no issues with using using a guide to kind of help, uh, you know, get get through some of the, the trickier parts of the game. So yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so right now, I mean, if you're you know if you really know kind of this game backwards and forwards, uh, I'm just headed, um, uh, I headed south, um, you know, from the dungeon. Uh, I'm going to the uh, the item shop. Um, and I'm not sure what's in this one. I'm looking for the candle. Yeah, there we go. Um, so you want to get the candle. Or I, I mean, again, I'm sure there are people that are going to listen to this and be like, you absolutely don't get the candle this early on. Yeah, um, whatever. Buy the like candle because um, it allows you to um, uh, burn bushes and uh, discover kind of like secret, secret spots. Um, and so you start by being able to buy the, uh, the blue candle uh, and then uh, later on, um, you're, you find the red candle. The difference being is that the blue candle, uh, you can only use it once per screen, and the red candle you can use on pretty much every screen. Or you can use it as many times per screen as you want. 
Um, so that's the main difference between the two of those things. If we had a bunch of Zelda knowledge, we could have called our podcast It's a Secret to Everybody. But I feel like that's misleading because we're not given tips and tricks. We're just kind of playing through. Yeah, I think uh, most of the stuff is a secret to us as well, which is kind of a problem. <laughs> oh, you got God. Yeah, I, for- I forgot that I didn't have the... Uh, I don't have the magical shield. So. Right. Um, so yeah, so now I'm just heading east. Um, uh, well, I did mention earlier I have beat the game many times. Um, sometimes remembering where all the dungeons are uh, takes a little bit. I feel like one of these bushes on this screen you can burn, uh, but let's see if I am correct here. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're gonna head over to dungeon number two. And uh, yeah, so when we get there, uh, so now we have the, you know what, actually these might be Moblins. I think the other ones are called Goomas? I think they start with a G. Yeah. I don't know, I think you got a... Moblin, a fairly common enemy. They're a well-balanced threat. Um, so they don't look exactly like either of them. I think they're both Moblins. These guys, that's the image yeah. that they use for Moblin. Stalfos is what the skeletons are called. Stalfos. Stalfos. Maybe it's like Stalfos. All right, so we, we managed to get to the uh, to the second dungeon here, uh, climbing up this like big impressive uh, stair set. And now this one looks more like a dungeon, right? Like there's there's you know metal guards on either side. There's a mouth entrance. They definitely go with the uh, the mouth beam for all the entrances. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Step into the maw. You know what the hands are called? I don't. Wallmaster. <laughs> yeah, that sounds. Uh, so, yeah, so just kill the new enemy there. Uh, those are the snakes, which I'm sure have a much cooler name than the snakes. One of the nice things about this game uh, is that you know keys that you get in one dungeon uh, you can carry over to another dungeon. You can also like yeah, buy keys like that. in the overworld in some spots, kind of uh, which is something that they, they changed for later games. Yeah, but you can't do that in later games. You can still do that in Link's Awakening, I think, the original one. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I'd get a key in the first dungeon and use this cheat to hop through it, and then I'd have extra keys the whole game. Yeah, they also have the, uh, in this game, they have the uh, the thing that stops time, which is kind of nice. Oh, the clock that you get, and everybody, yeah, all yeah. the enemies just kind of freeze. Um, I love the dungeon music. Oh, I know, it's, so, it's just it's like classic music, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another thing that they had gotten rid of. Uh, or that they that they have in this game. So, you know, so there are times when I always think of it as like killing the captain. You know, when you kill the captain, uh, everybody else on the screen also also dies. That was a part of like that group, right? Really? So, you know, I just... Oh, uh, that's why everybody disappeared when you killed the one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't realize I did that in this game. Yeah, I think I, you know, I, I'm not an expert on the adventure of Link, but I'm pretty sure this is the last uh, one they do this on. Oh yeah, the adventure of Link. I'm anything but an expert. There we go. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a tough game. Yeah. So that was the room that has the uh, the blue version of the uh, people who throw the um, moblins. I think they're all moblins. You think they're all moblins? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, we'll just go with that. 
Um, I could say our uh, our listeners could correct us, but uh, we're gonna probably beat this game before we release any any podcast, so uh, they won't be able to correct us uh, at least not in real time. Nope. Um, yeah, and then one of the other nice things about this game is right from the bat, if you have full heart containers, um, they give you uh, a. Uh, if, you have, um, if you have full heart yeah. containers, you can shoot energy out of your sword. Yeah, which is just like such a like a nice little. It's just a nice little bonus, you know. It kind of the I beat the first uh, boss, you know, that way by just kind of like standing in the corner, you know, and just kind of firing off uh, laser beams at his head. Yeah, knock him out. There's a little bit of that in the other games, right? There, like yeah, most games I think it's have like after that. Breath like of the Wild does sword or something like that. I think I think you mixed your sports metaphors. <laughs> you said did I from the bat, and I believe it's from the jump which I'm assuming is a uh, basketball metaphor mm. and off the bat, which is oh, yeah, a baseball yeah, 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 yeah. That seems right. metaphor. All right, so the, the benefit of getting this room done is uh, you actually get an upgraded uh, boomerang, but I am really struggling in this room. Yeah, they got you again. All right, and here we go. Yeah, just uh, hopping right back in. Sorry about that. Uh, no, not sorry about the death, but, you know, we are definitely going to die sometimes, but... Uh, Got back into the uh, room, and uh, I now have the magical boomerang, which has the very nice property of being able to go the entire length of the screen. Well, that's such um, an upgrade so quick. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, they give this to you, you know, second. Now, I, what I think would actually happen is if you get to this dungeon, right? If you didn't get the boomerang the first time, mm -hmm. you know, I wonder if you would get the, you know, you'd get it this time instead, right? Oh, that's so an interesting. Maybe that's the idea is, oh, we're going to give you, you know, this really useful weapon, we're gonna give you two shots essentially at getting this useful weapon. So, all right. So, oh, yeah. what do you see? Um, so, we just beat. We're in this room that's like a sand-covered floor, and there was like this like uh, fireball-looking thing attacking me. Yeah, like a snake made up of little fireballs, and there were two snakes. Dungeon number two also is fireballs. is kind of interesting because it's um, when you're when you're in it there are multiple opportunities to either kind of use keys or you can just keep like blowing up walls, right? And in fact, uh, we just ran into another old man who says, uh, Dodongo dislikes smoke. Um, and your job uh, from that is to figure out that, oh, what that means is that, um, uh, I should use bombs and put them in Dodongo's mouth, which, I mean, I get you only have so many uh, lines uh, when you're, you know, translating over from Japanese and stuff, but that's that's cryptic. That would be, uh, I think, most people would find that tough to, you know, realize what they're uh, what they might be referring to. Yeah, maybe. I mean, um, you got a you got a lantern that could cause smoke, and bombs that could cause smoke. You know. Those are your two options there. It That's true. That's true. It, it All right. So we just got our uh, eight bombs uh, fighting these uh, boomerang wielding baddies. Uh, they also give you uh, four bombs when you clear that room. So I think, you know, they're really trying to uh, teach you how to do this. So, um... All right, so let's uh, go fight Dodongo. Dodongo, he's a triceratops. Uh, yeah, 
and I am feeding him bombs. And then he like gets a big look on his face and has a little like yeah. burp bubble. Like, oh! And it only takes two bombs. Oh, those are called moldworms, by the way, the little fire worms. Oh, okay. Uh, so there you go. So, you know, depending on how many times you die to the uh, boomerang-wielding baddies, you know, you're talking, you know, 15, 20 minutes or so can probably get you through those first two dungeons. Um, so yeah, so now, you know, is kind of the, the time where, you know, if you have enough money... Um, and you kind of know where some secrets are. You can actually kind of like pal around the uh, the screen and uh, grab a couple nice things. And that is what we are going to do. So we are going to. Um, there are um, a couple spots uh, in the game that um, have secret rupees, uh, and we are going to go and grab those right now. Uh, and then we are going to. Um, go get the uh, the second sword, which is the white sword, uh, which is at the top of the waterfall. It's a secret to everybody. This is a moblin just hiding in a cave with rupees. You, you gotta yeah, like giving us money, right? I mean, I, I like that because it kind of shows that like, just because they're a moblin, you know, doesn't mean they're a bad guy, right? Yeah, like, or just because Link is going around slaying moblins and trying to save the princess and Hyrule and all that doesn't mean that he's not afraid to get his hands dirty and deal with the moblin every now and then. So they put a betting game in, in, in here as well. So if you kind of go to the the easternmost portion of the map, you find a, a green tree out there. Um, and uh, it has uh, inside of it, uh, it has a guy. And if you pay him 10 rupees, uh, you will randomly get uh, you randomly get either more rupees or you'll lose some. And for the record, Ben is not is not taking the risk. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, yeah. So then uh, the next thing we need to grab is we have another old man, uh, and it's old uh, woman. We pop in here and it says, "Show oh, this to the old woman." He's saying, "Show it to the old woman." He's not an old woman. He is not the old woman. Yeah, he is not an old woman. Okay, yeah, he's an old man. Um. And so we need to figure out kind of where where to go with this thing and, and who to give it to. So, all right, and then we're gonna okay. Now we're being attacked by a whole bunch of spiders. Um, yeah, they definitely kind of have that like chaotic movement to them, which uh, they just hop in whatever direction they're about to hop to. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you. So we have our first opportunity here to buy the magical shield. Uh, it's 160 rupees. Um, I don't know. For now, I'm just going to keep dodging uh, fireball. I mean, that, the thing that it does is it lets you dodge um, uh, more projectiles. So right now, block. your shield can block uh, arrows and boomerangs. And after you upgrade it, um, you're able to uh, block uh, fireballs that are shot at you, which is uh, very convenient. Very convenient. We have 163 rupees currently. So yeah, so we are on. So we got that letter. Uh, and now we're pretty much just making our way um, back uh, to get the upgraded sword. So uh, there's a waterfall, and we have our first of the scariest bad guys in the game. Oh, boy. Do you know their names off the top of your head? What Lionel. is it called? The Cenotars that, like, Lionels. Lionels, that's right. Yeah, and I've been... This is great, because I'm, I'm just, like, playing Breath of the Wild all the time right now. And the Lionels in that game are crazy. Crazy. Ben is just running away from this blue. That is true. I did just straight up run away. Just it seemed like the most prudent uh, cause. But 
uh, we did manage to upgrade our uh, sword. Uh, and so we now have the, uh, the second level sword. Um, so um, I don't know what the power rating is, but my assumption is, is it probably uh, does about uh, 20 uh, or like 50% more damage. Um, and then uh, this is probably one of the more interesting ones in the game. So inside the waterfall, like in that same area as the sword, there's this creepy old, old lady and she's got, she's, it says, pay me and I'll talk. And you're looking at three different pricings, five, 10 and 20 rupees for what, you know, I guess advice is what you're thinking. Yeah. Do you want to pay her anything? Let's give her 10 rupees. This ain't enough to talk. Wow. Well, that's messed up. Ben's not trying again. <laughs> I'm not trying again. Uh, so yeah, so expertly we're gonna dodge dodging a boulders. the dang, expertly dodging the falling rocks. We're gonna dodge a Zora shooting at us, and then we run into a river that we effectively have no way to cross as of right now. So that kind of forces us to go back south here. Um, we're gonna see if I remember which of these bushes is the right one to burn. That's not the right one. You gotta leave the screen and come back here. because you can only use your flame Right, once. yeah, I can use it once per screen until I have the red one. Yeah, so see the, the blue Ocrocs was used to take two hits, now only take one hit to, mm -hmm. uh, to kill, so... That's not the right spot. You know, you think, uh... I remember when we when we talked about doing this, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like I I know where like I remember where everything is," uh, and I definitely don't remember where everything is. Well, you know, that's impressive. He, so he's going around burning random bushes. Well, you know, not completely random, but it's just a crazy thing that this game just had. Like, isn't there a dungeon entrance that's just a bush that you have to burn? Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like. Number seven, I think. Like it's what? Just like, How are you supposed to know that? I mean, I, I guess an old wise man might say something to you. I, why am I? This is sexist. I keep calling the old guys old wise man, and I keep calling the old women crazy old lady. I mean, that's the patriarchy, man. That's just like the patriarchy screaming. Yeah, in face. we gotta. First of all, crazy isn't an appropriate word to be using. There's a lot of people that suffer from mental illness who probably won't appreciate that. Second of all, right. all there's another wise old lady. And she doesn't and want she anything. There's, ooh. So we gave yeah. her that blue piece of paper that the, that the other guy gave us, and now she's selling us dope medicine. So we got a choice between uh, red and blue. We, um, should, be, we should be reading this dialogue. Like, in voices, in character. Oh, yeah, I guess I should probably read, like... Oh, yeah, do we want to kind of figure out, like, some voices for some people? Yeah, I, I'll do Link. Get it? Uh-huh. Does he have any dialogue in any video games? I mean, that's the whole point. I mean, I think that's one of the things that makes him a great protagonist, right? Like, you, you get to imprint yourself onto him, so... Yeah. Okay, here's a guy. Buy something, will ya? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a shield, a bomb. Ooh, arrows. And so we are going to buy arrows and have those. Yeah, so they give you the bow in the first level. They don't give you any arrows. You have to come out here and buy arrows yourself. That little guy in that cave was different than everybody we've seen. He had, he was wearing the same color scheme as Link, 
He had a beard, it looked like. Are there, like, more people that look like Link? Really makes you wonder. Oh, he's back, boy! This is really expensive! <laughs> so he's got a key, a little blue ring, and a piece of meat. And, we're and so we're gonna, we're gonna need that piece of meat later and ideally have the ring later, but uh, don't have quite enough gold. We're, we we're sitting at all our rupees. Money. We're sitting at 43 rupees right now. We spent all our money and we gotta go kill some moblins to get it back. Or go to more secret rupee spots. Apparently you know where all that stuff is, Ben. I'm trying. Um, yeah, so now we're just gonna head back and we're gonna head down to dungeon number three. Going south. right into another metal dungeon looking thing something's mouth this one's all green um and link's skin tone is mucho different now <laughs> oh yeah you see that you see like how like yeah there, there's something going on there in a couple of these dungeons where you definitely your skin tone is very different the lighting in this dungeon changes link's skin tone it's all explainable and so we just found a new enemy here um Pat, do you know what the uh, the slimes are called? I'll look it up. Again, I'm, I'm once again, I'm so glad that uh, people aren't listening to this in real time because I'm sure they'd be yelling at us uh, for not knowing the names of these things. Yeah, maybe we should do some. Maybe we should do some research. Yeah, like some actual like prep work before we decide to like jump in. An outline that's more than like five sentences. Okay, and now these are probably the second most scariest bad guys in the game. The ones with the shield and the sword that just kind of keep coming at you and coming at you. Yeah, they're bad. So the 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 Lionels have the head of a lion, the torso of a pro wrestler, and the body of a horse. Correct? Or do they have hooves? I feel like they have hooves. And that's not a ho oh. It depends on what kind of ho hoof. <laughs> hoof. <laughs> hoof. Huh? All right, what are, what are these guys called? Are Armoros maybe? Something the like slimes that? are called Zol, Z-O-L. Oh, the slimes are called Zols, okay. And these guys are, um, do they have cross shields? Yes. Dark nut. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> There's literally, you see how many are on the screen right now? Oh my gosh, there are eight. In one room in the dungeon. Eight dark nuts! <laughs> oh, nice, you use a little bomb. Oh, that's a good tactic. Just keep blowing them back nice. into the corner. Dang, bro. You got skills. Ooh, ooh, corner. Still got it. Still got it. Still got it. Oh, it almost I made you go into the staircase. Oh, oh I would have been I would have been so salty. There you like, go. Oh, they, and you oh, just got they a gave bomb. Me bombs. Well, you got multiple bombs. Always oh, trying to bomb well, the walls. And ah, but yes, this is where the we're back into the side-scrolling. Yeah, and then they do this in uh, in Link's Awakening, right? Yeah, they, uh, they do and, this side-scroll thing. Yeah, and I think the character looks different. And there's Goombas. Yeah, yeah. And I think that it's the Mario. Did it? Did it? Did it? I think that it does the Mario dungeon music too. Maybe I'm yeah, making I mean, that, that part up. You know, that game, I can't wait to get to that game, not only because it's, you know, one of your favorites, but just, like, it is definitely a uh, unique take on the, uh, on Link. Especially, like, you know, that was, what, the third, the 
the the, the fourth game that came out. Yeah. But I mean, you got to think, right? I mean, like you know, Link's um, the Adventure of Link. You know, I mean, that was a compared to what most people were expecting was a very different game as well. Yeah, I think you know, having the side-scrolling component and and whatnot. I mean, it's just a completely different game. They went back to they realized what their formula was and they went back to it. Yeah. But Link's Awakening is the first you know of the series to abandon the Zelda idea in a game called Zelda. That's right. And they then, you know, the, I guess, I guess like Wind Waker and all those don't have Zelda in them. And Link's Awakening is probably in that timeline. Did you get the sword from the, did you get the sword from the old man on top of the waterfall? Asks the old guy in the dungeon. The answer is yes. We already did that. Yes, we did. We knew about that. This dungeon is much harder if you have the wooden sword. Those dark nuts take like, they take, I mean, they already take either like three or four um, hits to kill them. And mm. I and I, I think it's like three with the white sword. And if you have the brown wooden sword, I think like five or six. I mean, it's just, it's very difficult. Love it just hit, takes. I love hitting those dark nuts with my, with my white sword. <laughs> All right. So uh, we got our map. Nice. Um, and we just have a few rooms left here and then. Uh, we'll beat uh, the third dungeon and and we will uh, ride off into the sunset and uh, probably take a little break here. So let's get these dark nuts done. Okay, yeah. so they take they take two with the white sword, which means they probably would have taken four with the wooden sword. Mm. And, and you got to get them not on their shield. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the you know they're they're like you. They can defend themselves. Yeah. Okay. So in this room right before the boss. You know, it's not that threatening. You know, it just has some keys, keys, and some zol, but it also has these like fuzzy white things. And if they hit you, you can't use your sword, <laughs> which is a terrible thing to not use. All right, here we go. Here's our dungeon boss. It is clamshell heads, four clamshell heads sticking out the sides of a body, and they all spit little fire things. Ben took care of it real quick with some bombs. Okay. All right, so we've been going for yeah about 45 minutes or so. We got three dungeons in. We got the white sword. Okay. And with that, folks, we've just finished dungeon three. And that is our cutoff point for today's episode. So a quick recap. We got the game going. We ended up beating dungeons one, two, and three. We've collected both the wooden boomerang and the magical boomerang, the bombs. We have a bow and arrow. We have a blue candle, a raft, and we have a red potion. Mm -hmm. And then we also upgraded our sword and have the white sword. So yeah. we are certainly kind of ready. Those first few dungeons, you know, they are challenging, especially that third one definitely adds quite a bit mm -hmm. um, with the dark nuts that, dark are, nuts. that are around. <laughs> um, but I would say the game from here really starts, you know, can hit you in the face pretty oh, hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so next time around, uh, we will tackle dungeons four, five, six. We'll get the magical the sword. The magical sword, not the master sword, which doesn't show up till Link to the Past. Uh, anyway, we got more stuff to get after that. Uh, yeah, we'll kind of get the rest of the items and uh, and see where it goes from there. So thanks, everybody, so much for joining us for this inaugural episode. Yeah. Again, I'm Ben. I'm Pat. And this is Hyrule Podcasters. <laughs> see you next episode.